Thank you. This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Shut Your Trap, aka Chris Rebus, or as somebody called me after seeing me uh, on Blab here, Rob Halford. Uh, <laughs> joining me as usual is my co-host Jared Morgan. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I don't know what to uh, what do you think about the Rob Halford uh, uh, comment. I'm not wearing any leather. Um, I'm not rocking out. Uh, I mean, just because I'm bald and have a goatee, I don't know. But <laughs> Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Judas Priest, yeah, yeah, lead singer from Judas Priest. I don't Priest. see the resemblance much. But no, but whatever. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Um, yeah. <laughs> It it certainly got some laughs though uh, on our on our uh, thread about the last podcast because uh, my comment was that uh, I was I always wear assless chaps while recording this, yeah. to which then became a big giant discussion that chaps are always missing the seat and yeah. what really makes them that and I'm just like I'm not even go into this conversation <laughs> everybody's <laughs> it was just got too a little too uh, silly less weird I don't know anyway. <laughs> but just look at the amount of comments we had. That was probably the know, most right? comments we had on any post right? for a long time. So more assless chaps discussion. Yes. Maybe, maybe that's what we discuss. <laughs> this could be the title of this podcast. Um, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of clothing, ladies and gentlemen, you have until the 18th of this month, uh, this month, that is this coming Friday, in order to purchase the blockade t-shirt uh to get it go to represent.com forward slash blockade dash logo dash t and then you can order your uh, your shirt um just so everybody knows regardless of if we hit our goal of 25 shirts or not which at the moment it doesn't look like we're going to but you know <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have a sudden uh, run on them i don't know anyway if um, we don't meet our goal, it doesn't matter. The shirts are still going to uh, ship out. Um, they're not going to ship, I don't believe, until just after Christmas, maybe the first of the year. Um, yeah, I can't I remember January. Said, yeah, um, but I mean, it'd be within that first week. But anyway, hmm. uh, so do not fear if you're like, oh, well, I don't want to pop in because they're not going to meet their goal. doesn't matter. You'll still get your, uh, still get your shirt. So Shiny, good-looking threads. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely uh, pop in. At least take a look at it. We want to know what you guys think. We haven't heard feedback at all, other than just those that have purchased. So mm. yeah, um, if you don't like it, tell us because there's a there's a good <clears throat> chance we can actually tweak that design a little bit um, after this campaign's finished and get you in um, for another one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a different color that you were hoping for, if you're not uh, 
well, I don't know. There's not too much of the logo. Is I mean, I'm not changing the logo, <laughs> but um, but yeah, if, if it's a matter of colors or whatever, um, even if you guys thought that the price was too high, I mean, we there's really not much less we can drop it it's by. So much but <laughs> <At all. laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if, if that was balls. yeah, if that it was an issue, balls, man. <laughs> Breaking the balls, breaking the balls. There we go. Some more super balls, juice freaks going in. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way. So the, there's our two clothing segments. We've never done clothing on this show. Go figure. There you go. It's first for everything, right? Well, you know, because I, I know you and I, we, we scour the fashion magazines. Um, yes. <laughs> We're very on trend and things. And things. <laughs> <laughs> things of that matter. Uh, so I was uh, in a league tournament last week. I was mentioning this before the start of the show. And, uh, you know, as usual, you get a table like um, Attack from Mars, which, you know, I know exactly what to do. I couldn't even break a billion. Really? <laughs> so it was so sad. I had the bad bounces and just it, it just it, it ate me alive. Yeah, a total brick. And then I go over to um, Monster Bash and... The hardest thing for me on that table is that I'm so used to the bounces on TPA that I, <laughs> I'm expecting it to bounce the way that it does. And Monster Bash is very popular <laughs> among our collectors. It's pretty much at everybody's house. No. There, hasn't, there hasn't been a single machine that plays the same. I no. mean, they all play di wildly different from each other. Um, so yeah, No machine you'll see in the, um, in the arcade environment will have the TPA rubbers on it at all. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but I mean, so, even even I'm talking more so than any other machine that uh, I think that I've come across that's in TPA versus real life. Monster Bash is just brutally different. Um, mm. I mean, to the point that the one that we were playing, the outhole was uh, ejecting, you know, three different ways. You know, you'd be able to trap it one time on the left flipper. The next time, it wouldn't even come close to the left flipper. Um, yeah, just all sorts of dangerous shots going on on that one uh so it's yeah. but I, I again for me though the biggest the biggest issue is because it's probably my second or third best table that i'm at on tpa so trying to unlearn what i've learned is just it's pretty much impossible yeah. like it's yeah. it's it's muscle memory well sorry mm -hmm. you know finger memory um to try and unlearn that sort of stuff yeah. and sort of yeah it's I did, really however, uh, things like judgment uh, on tables like that because this really is a it's a feel, and you've got to get used to the machine. Um, and unlearning that feel is it's it's really hard. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, I did uh, do really really well on Twilight Zone. Um, get lost I in the zone? No, but I was getting close. Um, I was yeah. I was really nailing the uh, left ramp right ramp combo. Um, I couldn't quite get the timing down on piano to be able to to successfully light the piano all the all the time. Um, yeah. But I did uh, get a couple of jackpots and relight the jackpot uh, in multi ball. That's and, good. Um, I mean, I was I felt like I felt like I was semi yeah. in control. I completely smoked the other players. I mean, I just oh, oh just I was at. I rang in something like 260, 270 million, I think. And the nearest to me was maybe 110. Mm. So, 
yeah, no, I I really racked the score up high on that one uh, compared to my competitors. So, like I said, I, I felt like I was really doing well. That was the last table of the night for me, too. Um, the rest of the night we won't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, sometimes it doesn't just doesn't go your way. Uh, you know, um, so there, I did get... Highlights of the of the night. The rest of it were lowlights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I only played two tables in the uh, uh, t- the Farsight's tournament on the PC this this month, uh, just because I got so busy. So mm. I'm probably not going to be in silver level anymore. I'm going to go back to the bronze. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, there's a tournament <laughs> running. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get. A push notification on the phone to tell me. Well, um, yeah, December it turns out is kind of a busy month. Yeah, it <laughs> kind of is. Kind yeah. of. She's just the flavor of the week. To the point that I forgot to even put up a table of the week the previous Real safe week. Cracker. Coincidentally, as well, wasn't it? Well, I now I, I put it up uh, a couple of days early, but now our our table of the week is going to run right up to the tournament of the month, and I'm I'm really leery about how many people are going to show up for tournament of the month as it's two I days think it's after Christmas. Be a bit of a quiet month. Yeah, so we might. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the sign-ins uh, a full week early, or, mm. or not full week, maybe five days early, um, just so the people can have a chance to remember and, and get it in. Uh, Cause otherwise it can be the day before Christmas that I'm saying, Hey, sign up. And then they're Christmas day. Nobody's signing up on Christmas day. And then the day no after way. maybe, but yeah. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll compensate. Yeah, one of those, one of those lessons learned that maybe it was just like, you know what? Maybe we should have just taken December off. <laughs> have a gap month. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, pinball was saying, "Oh, we got a beta running. We have a beta running every month." So, <laughs> well, got, well, it's actually back-to-back betas at the moment, um, isn't it? We can actually do a little bit of beta. Beta. Well, we got the U- we got the UI running again. Um, oh, okay. Have was, they done changes to that? Not that I noticed. <laughs> okay. um, well, yeah, they had some bug fixes, and obviously, I never came across any of the bugs um, to know what needed fixing. But I did just boot it up again, and uh, there it was after probably three weeks, three, maybe four weeks of it not being up there. So I was like, hooray! Um, oh, it's back. so they actually took it down to actually work on yeah, it. Yeah, they it's actually took it down to work on it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and then Judge Dredd is in beta, uh, which I guess uh, bodes well for them getting it out before the holiday then. Yeah, I think <laughs> the target. It's looking pretty good on yeah. Android. Um uh, most of the early beta issues have been ironed out now. It's actually good there. Uh, Robert Polarana is actually putting like the bug list from their bug tracking database in. Oh, okay. And uh, the amount of issues they resolve from the first build to the second is kind of staggering. It's huge. Most mm. of them I've noticed being raised on PC. So a lot of the PC guys obviously get in there early and test. Uh, and then it goes over to the mobile mm. platforms. It seems is how it works. But Well, yeah, no, we- it starts on iOS. So, oh, does it start on iOS first, then yeah. moves over to yeah, then the Android PC and PC. All oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I've got I've got a um a little friend in my room at the moment. The studio is at uh, Studio North Lakes at the moment, not Studio Labros, <laughs> um, because it's a a work from home day 
um, for me today. I've got to mind the kids while um, Kim gets some some uh, scans done. So yeah, it's a work from home day today. And uh, yes, I've got a um, audience in the room at the moment, curly haired audience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear any funny uh, children noises, I'm not apologizing for them because that's what's going to be happening go. today. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not you dropping the sounds in. Got it? No, it's not. <laughs> um, no, totally. I totally put those in in post. Yep. It's just adds yep. some flavor to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, getting back to uh, uh, Judge Dredd. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. Uh, I think the only thing we're waiting on at the moment is the ramp flashes, really, mm. and th- that's a major thing that I see every time. And because they're not in, you it's a uh, kind of amazing how much you rely on the ramp flashes to tell you where to shoot because the ramps mm-hmm. are a pretty sort of heavily shot thing for most of the modes and judge so yeah not having them lighting up you have to re- refer to the <laughs> the dmd to tell which ramp i should be shooting so yeah uh yeah pinball is right i wish we could get the full functionality of the uh the uh dead world locks actually locking in rather than virtually it'd be so good but yeah you know, but we know it's not going to happen so <laughs> nothing we can do about it but does that make you mad does that make you angry does that make you full with rage good because i've got some rage to give out warning the following contains little to no actual talk about pinball and it has oh, to do with rage pitch. on flame on flame on so um it being uh the holidays here, Christmas time, uh, and me having a kid in school, that means, of course, the Christmas pageant. And we all know the Christmas pageants or any of those kids' pageants are, they can be painful. Can <laughs> I think be. even I think yes. even in the best, best of, uh, of times, they're painful. And yes, it's, it can be cute to, to watch the kids sing. And, you know, yeah, that fills your heart with joy. But it's the mm. other things. It's the other things that just make me want to pull, you know, since I don't have any hair on the top of my head, it'd be pull the, uh, the, the hair on my chin. Um, because <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely staggering how terrible they can make the experience. So mm. we'll start with the fact that uh, at my son's school, they have a stage that's maybe, you know, two feet high. So you can barely see the kids. And then they just have this, yeah. this sea of uh, chairs. And it's outside, yes. yes. Uh, my wife has come in here to, oh. uh, to help comment on this because we were both this, laughing this and important. raging at the same time. Yes. Um, so there's good. this sea of... It's, there's it's a shame a you can't of... give her a co-mic. Give her a co-mic so she can contribute directly. Right. <laughs> so we have, this, we have this sea of chairs, and we've learned long ago why bother showing up an hour and a half early to get the good seats in the front rows when you can show up five minutes beforehand and sit a good, you know, 100 feet back. (laughs) Um, Because it doesn't matter. The show is still going to suck either way. So So everyone gets there five minutes early, (laughs) five minutes before the show. Right. So, you know, we sit in the back area, and that way we can make quick exit and and don't get locked in and and everything. Um, But you can kind of see more of the madness to this. But anyway, they... They, in all these years we've been going, this is our now fifth year, they have not figured out the microphone situation. That no. being, if you put speakers behind the stage and the people on the stage have microphones, you're going to get feedback. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they don't. They don't understand they don't that. So, like wow. within within the first you know three minutes of them being on stage, all of a sudden you hear the <laughs> you know <laughs> the tortured Wookie. <laughs> yeah, and and that's if you're lucky enough that all the mics work. Because here's the other thing: usually half the kids' mics aren't. Well, I mean they might be on, but they haven't jacked up the levels at all. So one kid will be talking like this, and the other kid's talking like this. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we can we balance uh, this out, please? Somehow, you know, and you're not sure if the if the if the kid's mic is picking up the other kid or not. I don't know. Anyway, so they've yet to figure out how to mic these kids and how to make it uh, uh, sound even audible. Because what basically what they do is they come up, they do a little uh, stage play, a little skit, and then they bring up. Uh, a grade of kids and they'll sing three songs and then they'll come back up and do another skit. And then they bring up a next, you know, the next group of kids uh, yeah. while that's going so on. You've got seven groups of three songs you got to sit through. Sometimes they combine the kids. <laughs> oh. So sometimes we get lucky. Um, but yeah, it's probably about five different uh, batches of kids singing, singing oh. songs um, to make matters even better. Oh, it's the same songs every damn year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the like, music director doesn't go, gee, it would be nice to maybe uh, sing of something completely different this year. No, oh, no, no. It's, hey, it worked last year. Why shouldn't it work this year? So, yeah. so and they wonder why attendance is dropping off at these things. <laughs> well, no, attendance never drops off. Of course not. No, attendance is still the same, but maybe it would account for the parents that are talking during the whole program. Oh. <laughs> Or like you know, on their phones playing Pimple Arcade. <laughs> well, that might have been me. But, um, no, it, it it. So they're singing the same songs. So you're bored off of that. But what they do is they have a backing track, you know, for the kids to sing along to, right? Mm. Well, they pump the backing track to the speakers. There's also speakers at the rear of the audience. But they didn't bother miking the children. Oh, so. What? Right, they don't like the children. So all you hear is backing track, and you can barely make out kids, kids singing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just moving their mouths, essentially. Which yeah, me, was really comical. When one, of the, the, when the one of the songs, they didn't get the appropriate karaoke uh, because it had somebody singing the song. And <laughs> you could barely hear the kids over the one child singing. And then the second verse, it was a chorus of children singing. So basically the kids all stopped singing and we're just kind of doing hand motions because so it was like my really vanilla, basically. It, it was, yes. Yes. A lot of lip thinking going on. Vanilla stage show. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then you got to the, inevitably each year you get the parents that sing along to the songs and you're like, Hey, Oh God! Right, right. Yo, we came here to sing, hear the kids sing, not you sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, because you I can suck. Put up, right, and I'm not saying that the kids are brilliant either, but at least them, I can go. Oh, how cute! You know, shut the hell up. Yeah, so, right. um, <laughs> I will let you finish, but shut up. <laughs> right, or you, or you get the uh, the parents that are holding up their iPad and recording the entire thing iPad recorders, man. Oh. And, and the thing of it is, is it's, you can't see anything. There's nobody, because unless you're right there in the front row, it's just going to be a whitewash of imagery because all they have is a spotlight blaring on the kids. Everything else is pitch black. Yeah. So again, photographically, it's just going to look horrible. 
Which yeah. reminds me, they actually have the gall to charge for a DVD of this thing when all they have what? is a dude sitting up on a roof with a camcorder aimed at the stage. <laughs> End of story, right? I'm like, I don't think his audio feed is any what? better than our audio feed. So, Man, um, that's terrible. Yeah. So basically, me and my wife, we sit in the back and we just kind of laugh and make fun of the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, quietly. We... So it we, we, we uh, quietly, not so much. Um, we have our, <laughs> we have our checklist of, oh, yeah. Okay. So we got parents singing. Yeah. yeah oh, there's the microphone feedback. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, so it's, you know, it's there's a, there's a, you got Pedro Pico going on. Yeah. My wife just said bingo at the same time you said bingo there, Jared. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pageant bingo. I think maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll pass those out next year. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you did, that would be so awesome. <laughs> we'll be going, winner, winner. What do I win? <laughs> what do I win? An early exit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get to go home now. Right. Take your child so, off stage. So the, the, the comedy of this particular uh, event this time. So it started to drizzle very light, like more like a heavy mist than anything. It wasn't like droplets slashing on you or anything, right? Mm. You could see it in the lights that it was obviously drizzling and stuff. So there's a guy two rows and over a ways from us. He's got a you know big old heavy puffy vest on. He's got long sleeves and everything. And also we hear this, this noise. I'm like, what the heck is that? I look over. He's got a hefty bag and he's tearing this thing open. I'm like, Oh, he's going to make a hefty bag poncho. <laughs> we make them at work all the time for blood, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. The dude spends five minutes, and I'm not exaggerating, five minutes trying to punch a hole for his head and two holes for his arms. So the saying he literally way out of a hefty bag. <laughs> wet, wet, because it was drizzling. So, yeah, literally could not fight his way out of a wet hefty bag. Oh, so, man. <laughs> Finally, finally gets the whole thing. With it. I mean, he's just making all this racket. Gets the thing over, and he's a big guy. Gets the hang thing over his head. Gets his arms through, and all it's covering is the puffy jacket, which I'm pretty sure was water resistant to begin with. <laughs> so totally. like, bravo, dude. That was well yes, yeah. You did a fantastic job. Um, <laughs> and then, so he's wearing it, and it probably it stopped drizzling maybe five minutes later. Uh, so we get to the end of the show, and he gets up. It took him another three minutes to get that stupid thing off. Be <laughs> all the noise in the world, too. <laughs> it's like it's a hefty bag to tear through it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then we 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 get done with the whole, and and yeah, I won't even go into the other things that go on during this. Thing. It's just ah, uh, to say to say the least. We're we're pleased and saddened when Santa shows up with his wife because it means uh, him blathering on for ten minutes and the the kids singing Silent Night and the principal of the school going, "Come on, everybody, sing!" Trying to get the audience to sing. The audience is like, "Nope, nope, not happening." Nobody's um, But the good news is that means it's the end of the show. So anyway, you go to pick up your kid at his classroom after the fact, and that's where the after party is happening, right? Like, yeah, where the after party, right? Right. So uh, that's that's when you have to uh, lie <laughs> because they go, what was your favorite part? Um, did you hear me sing? Yeah. <laughs> we, yes, we saw, we saw your lips moving. They, they were very convincing lip movements. Very, the, very good. The, the best I can say is 
I really appreciate the hard work you put into it. Because <laughs> I do. I mean, the kids have been rehearsing this for, you know, maybe, I don't know, two months, two months, maybe three. I don't know. They, they, it becomes their music class. And what do they do in music class? Oh, they sing these songs over and over again, uh, mm. you know, to learn them and stuff. But I wish I could say the same for the kids doing the skits. Because they're terrible, <laughs> and, and this year, this year we had a guy. They were doing a Christmas Carol, which I really don't ever need to see that ever. And uh, then to have to sit through a kids' version of it uh, is really bad. Yeah. But the guy that they, the kid that was playing Scrooge, one of them, because they had two Scrooges, go figure. But the one kid that was playing Scrooge, he would talk like this: "Oh no, it is the ghost of Christmas past. I do not want <laughs> to see this fate." <laughs> I was like, it's Robo Scrooge. <laughs> it's Robo Scrooge. Yeah, it is too. Oh boy. <laughs> and, then, and then inevitably you'll get the uh, the girl who uh, fancies herself the actress and just over emotes. And she'll just be like, yeah. well, what you need to see, Scrooge, is that? And your know, hands are flying everywhere. And, and she's talking the head back and forth with attitude and everything. <laughs> just like, you still suck. But yeah. <laughs> so, as you can tell, you. as you can tell, this is why we sit at the back. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because in the well, because, you know, guaranteedly, the parents that are sitting up in the front, they're just like, oh, this is so precious. Oh, you did such a wonderful job. Yeah, like oh, it's amazing. Yeah, they're like, they'd like they be like first or second years. No, they'll, they'll, be, the, they'll be the – no, they're, 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 it's, it's the um, the mom helpers, you know, the uh, the ones that will then all of a sudden get the brilliant idea of, oh, well, you know what? I teach dance. Maybe we can teach the kids some dance moves too. And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> please. Spirit fingers. <laughs> More or less. More or less. I mean, we've gone to their school assemblies and when you see the cheerleading squad, you just kind of go, maybe mm. you shouldn't. They're elementary school kids. Come on. Right. They're elementary kids school. And well, some of the dance yeah. moves they're doing are not kids school dance moves. And you're just like, Oh, really? <laughs> and they drop it like it's hot. Dropping it like it hot, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the look from my wife of maybe I shouldn't talk about elementary kids school in, kids doing that major laser bubble butt song. Bubble, 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 bubble butt. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was my uh, that was my torture <laughs> for having. Oh, 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 the 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 coup de grace of the whole thing. The, this is the part that I love. So, like I said, it's a single spotlight brightening up the stage. Everybody in the audience is just nothing but a shadow, right? So the kids, they'll go up on stage, and inevitably the parents then all of a sudden stand up and wave their arms. And I'm like, you are a shadow. How is your kid supposed to know that that's you waving at them? And they'll sit there and wave and wave and wave and wave and wave. And I'm like, so you want to ruin the entire show by having your kid acknowledge you, right? <laughs> to yeah. you know, forget the song. Hi, mom. You know, and they will try over and over and over again to get to distract the their child to help them right. forget what they're supposed to be so, doing. Well, so my son, my son, and his group are up there. They're singing, get done to a song, and all of a sudden we hear, we hear, there's <laughs> like, and I can't even make out what it is, but it sounds like somebody was getting—it sounded like somebody was getting murdered in the middle of the audience, right? And so we were laughing about that. So we're walking home with our neighbors, 
Um, and their boy happens <laughs> to be in our class. And I'm like, did you hear the person that sounded like they were getting murdered? Yeah, it was their older daughter who was trying to get their son's attention. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe we know you people. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Warning, the following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. I uh, see this, I don't know, it's because probably um, Kim and I are pretty new um, yeah. but to, to this all of this, but um, we had a pretty good experience at our, our kindy graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty short, it was only about an hour, um, and there were songs sung, the kids did a really good job, and um, Zachary did was a narrator for the very hungry caterpillar. And uh, if you're a a parent over here, perhaps it might be a really common book that we read, but yeah, very hungry caterpillar. We Um, all know it. Yeah. It's yeah. The whole book thing. You know what they, what happened was Zachary was narrating the book, reading it out. And um, the kids were, they had like painted up bits of the book and they were acting it out behind and it was quite good. Like they did a really good job of that. And that's the thing. The, the kindy concert is like small little bits of content, like probably one and a half minutes maximum because right. they're kindy kids. Right. Um, so that's pretty palatable and you can get through in an hour and then Santa comes at the end and it's all good. But yeah, Santa, well, it still uh, can be adorable too, you know, mm, but yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was really good. Like uh, Zachary did a great job. He was reading like, Zachary is pretty good at reading. He's got about a reading age of or about um, eight year old. Okay. So he's five and he's reading at an eight year old level. And um, let me just close the door because my kids are killing each other. <laughs> um. So that's better. Yeah. He did a he did his reading and then there were a couple other songs that he was in and that was that was fine. I think we probably had about three things that he was in. Okay. Because kindy has two groups. So um. Yeah. Just two classes essentially so yeah at the moment it's okay for us um it'll get worse and <laughs> yeah we're, we're preparing for because big school concerts that's where it's gonna be quote yeah. fun unquote yeah. <laughs> yeah and unfortunately as the older they get the worse it gets because then they are able to memorize more lines and uh, i mean i'm dreading what the junior high one is going to be when that time comes because then they'll try and put on full-blown productions so, <laughs> exactly. but oh. yeah, look, you know, I'll, I'll just go in with really low expectations and prepare to be, um, um, what's the word impressed. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's a strong word, but strong. Word. It is, it, it's strong words. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, yeah. so I, I heard a rumor. Blockade news, not live and mostly current. You might have heard this rumor, but it was new to me, but I don't have my ear to the ground, so there you go. But uh, Stern's next pin, or one of their next Ghostbusters. pins. Ghostbusters. Yeah! I'm like, like, come on! That'll be strong, right? I, that should be pretty good, yeah. Like I mean, especially, especially with how they've been building things now, I would hope that it's not a Photoshop job. I, um, oh. You know, that, that it, it, yeah. it's real art. Uh, that would be fantastic. And... Um, more to the point, I'm already thinking, man, you put that side by side by Adam's family. Hello. There's a, there's a combo you can't resist, right? Yeah. That's a double punch knockout really, isn't it? Like, yeah. uh, that's would be pretty amazing. 
Yeah, no, that would be that'd be pretty cool. And obviously, the timing is is right as they've been filming a new Ghostbusters. Uh, I see one of our our people here in Blab, Captain Bazaar, is saying, "I hope it's not based off the new movie." Well, I seriously doubt they're going to base it off the new movie, as that's not going to sell as many pinball machines as something with Bill Murray on it. <laughs> Presuming they can get Bill Murray's likeness, which I think you know they go after it um, if they could. So, yeah, if not, we're going to get the real Ghostbusters. That cartoon that they did years oh, back. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I, I, that was I was I. I thought that was pretty uh, pretty good announcement. And then um, I already talked to uh, Mike, who is the owner of uh, WizardAmusements.com, and yeah. he said he's already uh, got a uh, a rod sculpted for it. And I went Slimer, and he went, of course. <laughs> I was like, course, all right, like what else? Of course, what else? What else? So, <laughs> um, I, I was just kind of like, damn, I really want to be able to win our drawing so that I can win that one. That would be pretty sweet to have on my desk. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so that was that was one rumor. The other thing that uh, I wanted to mention that I thought was interesting to hear about. So Highway Pinball, they do uh, that full throttle table, correct? Yep. They are currently working on an alien table. Yes, they are. And my understanding of what they're hoping to do is make these tables modular. Yes. So what it's going to be is you buy the cabinet for, say, Alien, but now you want to play full throttle. Well, you can buy the play field and all the, uh, all the guts, you might say, are going to be contained on the underside and... Within, I'm, and now I've, this is where I'm a little shady on how long it's going to take you to do this, but you should be able to slide out the entire playfield and slide in the new playfield, and now you'll be able to play, uh, play full throttle in your alien cabinet, and yeah. therefore you can store the, you know, you can store the the one underneath your your uh, machine if that's need be, or if you got a storage room somewhere and you're lucky enough. Uh, obviously, if you're an operator, this is what you'd want to do. But you wouldn't then be paying as much money for everything because now you're just buying the, the play field and the guts. Yep, that's right. Exactly the same model as Pinball 2000 was trying to do um, with, mm-hmm. their, with their system. The uh, reported time that it took to swap out a play field on the Pinball 2000 Pinball was about two minutes. So wow. take your play field out, disconnect the connectors from the back. There was like a, a common bus at the back where you just had all the, the cables plug in. Um, <clears throat> and the good thing about that design was the driver board for Pinball 2000 was actually in the base of the cabinet, covered up by plastic shield. So components that falling on the driver board didn't short it out. Mm. Um, and it was basically a short cable connecting the, the play field. And then it just went up to the, um, the logic box in the back, the prism card in the back of the back box. So it was just uh, about six or seven cables you had to unplug from all Molex cables that you just had to unplug from the back of the play field. And then you're done. Um, you play field in. Um, I think the side art cabinet can be replaced in the highway pinball um, cabinets as well. So okay. you can slip in new side cabinet art and slip in a new um Back box and you're done. And on the subject of the back box, it's really cool because there was they originally had a little LCD that you see in the playfield there. Well, they had an option to have that up in the back box as well. But then they announced that they're going to do a full LCD back box as well. So 
yeah. I'd, I'd assume that when you um, plug in your play field, it'll detect the the play field type, or you'll just switch it over in the in the main board, and it'll just display the new art, and um, your job's done. All you need to do is swap over the mylars in the side of the cabinet, and you're done. Nice. Yeah. The other thing that was being discussed was uh, the flipper mechanism. They want to make it so that you know if the flipper starts dying or going bad, it's a couple of screws and the whole thing just slides out, and then you can drop in a new unit. It'd be five minutes repair time, tables back up and running, and then you could work on the flipper mechanism, you know, back in the the shop or whatever. But your table is not down while that's being worked on, which would be a great boon to the operators. Um, a huge, know, huge, because you're not having to pull the table from the from the floor. Um, and yep. they said they were going to be trying to do that also with the the pop bumpers, which pop bumpers are notoriously hard to replace. They suck uh, to replace. Yeah. They're yeah. usually underneath something like a ramp or something, so you have to strip the whole ramp off to get to them. Then you have to desolder the the uh, the light connector, yeah. and then it's a whole massive stack you've got to. Um, you got to take out, so it's a real pain in the bum. Yeah, so I thought I thought that was really kind of ingenious uh, to be trying to make these a little bit more modular, because uh, their opinion is we need to get the operators back on board. We need to get these things out in the field. It can't be just home collectors because that's not a recipe to grow the business, uh, mm. you know, pinball pinball business in general. Um, so I thought it, it, it's one of those things where it's. I love the competition that's starting to emerge from the, you know, you, you, where you got Jersey Jack doing the LCD backlash. You've got Stern responding in kind and trying to really make uh, their playfield toys much more integrated, I would say, to the yes. table than just being a toy on top of the table. Um, to now, exactly. this this idea of making things modular uh, to pop it through, it, it's it's pretty appealing. I like that. I like that. There's, uh, there's modular in the sense of um, what Pinball 2000 was going to do with playfields, but this just takes it to another level. Being able to go, right, that flipper assembly is dead. Boom, two screws, take it out. New one in. The game's operational in around maybe 10 minutes max rather than right uh, about 20 or 30 as you're doing that on site, which is a, another pain to try and fix. Well, and then uh, on top of that, then <clears throat> it could also be one of the situations where you don't have to, have to necessarily be savvy to doing repairs as an operator if it's right. just a matter of hey pull these screws drop this in and then send this thing send back to us we'll back. Fix it. right and yeah. then we'll fix it well now you can have it at your pizza hut and you know the, the you, without the idiot employee going we'll, we'll up the call or distributor about that and then two months later it's still the same you know issue so yeah, exactly yeah, no, yeah, I thought that was really good. pretty, uh, pretty sweet. They really put some thought into the way they designed that pin, and uh, I think uh, uh, from the people who've actually played this game, because there are a couple out on site, and um, they're they're saying that they they still force of habit look up at the screen, at, uh, up oh. at the back box for the um, uh, for the information where it's right in front mm-hmm. of their eyes, right in the mm-hmm. um, in, in bit of um, LCD. But that's why right. they that's one of the reasons why they put the they did the mod to put the screen up in the back box, but also, you know, it was pretty flat up there. Like there wasn't really anything to attract people's attention, but this, you know, nice high color display flashing away up there that would attract a crowd in an arcade. And that's what they have to think of. Um, So yeah, it's a good move. It is. It is. I like seeing these things. Uh, We'll see what the the new year 
brings forth in the pinball world from these manufacturers because it seems like they're like i said they're uh, ramping it up they're they're trying to compete with each other and uh that's only a benefit to us <laughs> yes that's right i think it's good competition is good it's um the new world pinball renaissance at the moment and it's a good time to be playing pins yep so uh, Unless you're i have Australia, when you don't get any of them because <laughs> it's too expensive to get them down here <laughs> warning the following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. So I, I, I have one other thing to uh, to rage about, just because I didn't get enough earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as I've mentioned before, I work in the motion picture industry. Each time you start a new show, or it's your first time on that show, that's considered a new job. So you have to fill out a whole new set of paperwork. These right. paperwork depending on the production, go anywhere from only being two pages of stuff to fill out to what I like to refer to as the novel. Um, the novel being, you know, it's basically every lawyer clause I can think of. And yeah. if you miss one, one initial, they can't accept your paperwork and they got to send it back to you to, you know, to, to do this. Oh. So my life as a day player, I wind up filling out a lot of these and I've gotten good at knowing where to look, where all the you know the initials need to go and stuff, but now and then you forget one. And most productions, because you're then not there the next day and you get it turned in, most productions will call you up and be like, oh, hey, you missed this and you missed this, and be like, okay, yeah, I just put my initials there, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, great, and they'll do that for you, right? Yeah. The one production company that refuses to do anything of that nature is Disney. Oh. So <laughs> Disney is draconian when it comes to <laughs> filling out everything yourself and getting it approved and checked and, and, and all this jazz. So again, and theirs is also a very thick novel, making sure that you don't have any conf conflicts with other, you know, interests yeah, and, and stuff, stuff like, yeah, which, which again, you're like, well, I'm working for multiple, multiple shows. Of course, you know, there might be conflicts, but they're more interested in if, are you creatively, uh, interfering Doing or having that would maybe cross over into Disney's IP. Yeah, you know, corporate like that. espionage, that kind of jest. So anyway, yeah. um, now everybody in our industry hates this because we have what's called a roster. It's a union roster. You cannot work unless you're on the union roster. Um, the union roster means that you, it's saying that you have worked X amount of days, you're paid up for all your union dues and therefore you can work on a union show in order okay. to do that. We have to go to this facility and it's called contract services and they look at your identification, verify it, write it all down. So it is boom there and any studio can call them up and verify, right? They yeah, have to verify like for, right. We also have to take what's uh, the, all these safety courses, um, to make sure that when we're on set, we know how to be safe and everything like that. We have to physically go down there, take a three-hour class uh, for one particular thing. I've taken maybe 12, 13 of these classes. Mm. Um, you know, and each time you go down there, you're getting verified, all this jazz, right? So without any of that, I cannot work on a set. Yeah. Now, so each time you work, you get this paperwork thing, you get this I-9 form. I-9 form asks for your uh, proof of identification. 
Mm. You can either show your passport or you have to show two of some other identification. Usually it's your driver's license and uh, your social social security card. I don't know what you, in Australia, I don't know what you guys have for a backup thing, but anyway, your social security yeah, number. Basically in, that. Yeah, your social security number in combination with your driver's license is how identity theft goes rampant because with mm. those two things, you can qualify for any card, you know, uh, credit card um, or, you know, hack into most people's accounts because most secure accounts are always asking for your social. So mm. you read any, any site about identity theft and the thing they always tell you is never carry your social security card, lock that thing away in uh, a, you know, a security deposit box. Yeah. I sure enough had uh, lost my wallet at one time. My social was in there. I was like, shoot. So when I got the new social, I was like, I'm not carrying this thing anymore. I don't, it's a yeah. pain in the butt to replace. What do I really need it for? So when you fill out these forms, it used to be, we all, we got to fill out the information ourselves. Well, then all of a sudden it came down. No, somebody has to verify your identification. Somebody other than you. Okay. So we were supposed to hand it off to an assistant director and then they'll look at it and fill out the thing. The problem is that they never have the time of day for you to do this. It's, it's always just like, well, no, I'm busy right now. I'm busy right now. And you're like, well, I'm gone at the end of the day. So, you know, what do you want? So it also started a lot of times it was, oh, let the department head do it. Or so long as you filled out the form correctly, they put their sign, you know, signature down the bottom. Or if you were right there and you just flashed it to them, you're like, look, here it is. And they go, okay, fine. Great. Yeah. Because ultimately they don't have a clue how to verify if this is a legitimate government document or not. I mean, these things confuse no. customs, you know? And so yeah. it's anyway. So I go to start a new show or I went and day played on a new show uh, this past week. Turns out it's Disney. I don't have my ID. I'm like, oh, it's going to be this problem. I have photographed yeah. my social though. So yeah. I filled out everything else, turn it in, said, here's the photo. They're like, nope, we need to see a physical document. I'm like, but why? I'm like, I don't have it with me. I'm not back tomorrow. And they're like, well, we can't pay you until you see it and until we see it. I'm like, so call contract services. Nope, we need to see it ourselves, you know. And I go, and this is where this is where this is where the anger part for me comes because logic mm. goes right out the door. And I stay, I said, so I couldn't work this job unless I was verified by contract services, which you all accept as the authority on whether I can work it or not, but you won't accept their authority on saying I am who I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to see it yourself. Yeah. So, that's pretty stupid. It's very stupid. And then to make matters worse, they're like, okay, well, you know, wh- where are you working on Monday or Tuesday? And so I told them and they go, okay, well, we'll send a PA to look at your document. A PA is literally a PA. a PA. It is the lowest hire on the entire production. This person is lucky if they earn $125 for the day working a 14 hour day. I mean, they literally get paid pennies. You know, this is the entry level's position. And you're telling me this person's going to have the authority to look to at my document and verify idea. that it's real. Whereas this what other facility, which is essentially a notary republic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And it, and it just irks me to know, man, I even called my union about it. And they were like, well, legally it's somebody has to look at it and they go, we know it's stupid and we are trying to change it. 
Because when they first demanded that we all go to contract services, that's what everybody thought. They were like, oh, thank God, we won't have to deal with stupid paperwork anymore. Mm. But no, everybody's like, nope, it's a brand new job. You always have to fill out this for brand new jobs. So yeah, I must fill out, you know, 20 or 30 of these things a year. Because that's the thing. The next season, when it starts a new season, it's a brand new job. <laughs> so you yeah. have to do it all over again. Even if it's the real shame you can't just, um, you know, get a whole stack of the forms from each of the studios and just have them all filled in and then just sign them at the end and just put the date on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> I'd be beating the system. I'd go, yeah, here's my form. Boom. Before they even give it to you. Oh, uh, we're just going to give you the form. Yeah, here it is completed. <laughs> but well, here's the thing. This particular production company, I've worked for this production company this year within the past six months, but it was on a different TV show. No, each show is a different show or it's a different uh, setup. So even though it's the exact same production company and that production company is. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. That's so stupid. That's paperwork for the sake of paperwork. I hate that. Yeah. It's paperwork for the sake of paperwork, and it's also nobody looking at it in a logical manner. It's it's that it's the, here, do it this way. Well, why? Because that's how I had to do it. Yeah. Does nobody Mm. ever think about maybe times have changed? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a computer database now. Maybe you could do this on your iPhone. Maybe, you know, that'd be nice. But then again, it, it doesn't surprise me either because I had to get fingerprinted to go on a field trip for my kid. Fingerprinted? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I want to make sure that you don't have a criminal record if you're hanging around the kitties on a field trip. So I had to go We have a different thing here. It's called a blue card. So the blue card you have to get, if you're going to work with or around kids on a regular basis, you have to go yeah. and get this blue card, and that allows you to like work alongside kids. Right. Even bus so, drivers have to have a blue card. So uh, they like charge you, they, they charge me like 55 bucks to have this done and to be put <laughs> in the, put in the database. This database is uh you know goes to the FBI and it goes to uh probably Homeland Security, I'm not sure uh, what other government agency, but it's kept on permanent record, right? Here's this again, this is the part that just tweaks me is now that's for my son's school. Now let's say he changes schools and goes to a different school, or let's say he's on a sports team and I want to be the coach. I'd have to go get it done again. Because for some reason they can't just call the database with the FBI and be like, Hey, here's this person. Can we compare and contrast? You know, is this who they No, It's you got to get all verified brand new again. Every time I'm like, this is, so it's 55 Just, bucks each time you want to do something else. Well, no, and this is the other thing. It's a floating fee. It was 55 bucks when I did it. But let's say demand is high or something like that. It can go all the way. Because well, somebody else told me they paid $85. Oh, <laughs> man. It's, why are things so hard? Why? It's Meanwhile, right, right. This is all so that I can claim that I am who I am. And yet the identity theft people can get away with it with, you know, like that. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, anyway well, those are, those are the good times. The good times. Yeah. <laughs> the good times. Yes. Um, I'm noticing we're, we're, we're doing our, a, a longer version of our podcast today. So we should probably wrap this up, but yeah, here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing. It is a longer version, but uh, there might be a few week hiatus coming up. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because Jared is uh, not going to be at work and therefore not being able to upload. Um, plus, he's got some other familial things going on. Um, That's right. My, yeah, myself, I might uh, still attempt to pop on here and do a one-man show. I don't know. That might be scary, and maybe I'll upload it from my own house. But uh, for the most part, I'm going to say that uh, we probably won't be getting a new blockade in until uh, January. Warning. The following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. I think Maybe. I might have worked out what was going on with the upload issues here that time as well. It, we ah. we had um, a lot of wet weather um, okay. like a couple of weeks before, and the the communications pit that's down the road from us hmm. has notes in it from the telephone engineer saying, oh, yeah, this is a water damage pit. So, yeah, the guy, we had some crackly line issues at the same time, and I reckon... The crackly line issues were the things that were destabilizing the internet connection. So it was sort of getting to a point where it was uploaded maybe 20%, and then the line crackle got too bad and the noise got too bad, and therefore it dropped the connection, but then reestablished it really quickly. But that just kills your upload. Right. So okay. I have a feeling that might have been what happened. The line is fixed now. So we could actually do a couple um, and see how we go, but um, there might just be like a a couple of rapid fire episodes after right. I return. The good thing is that um, the the way I've structured my leave is I'm having two four day weekends. Um, so there will be a point where I am actually in the office. There just might be oh, okay. a little bit sort of irregular in the times that we, we upload. So don't count on it coming out on um, a US Tuesday. Um, but yeah, we might, we'll try and do something. We'll try and keep well, some content coming. What we're really saying is if you just follow us on Twitter, Myself at Shut Your Traps, Jared at Jared Morgs, or the show in general at Blockade. Uh, we always announce when we're doing recording sessions uh, so you can easily keep up to date. Uh, right before we started this, we sent out a tweet uh, with the link saying, hey, come over here and you can watch us live record. So um, we will definitely keep you informed. We're not going to make you, uh, you know, hunt and search and go, hey, is new Blockade out? Or, oh, thank God, a new Blockade's not out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep you up to date. Uh, we're not we're not saying bye 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 bye. See you later. We won't see you for a couple of months. Um, no, it's not gonna be that long. No, <laughs> you're not that it's lucky. not gonna be long. No, you're not that lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we'll we'll keep you up to date. And again, uh, just to reiterate, uh, go buy our t-shirt. Represent dot com forward slash blockade dash logo dash t. Everybody wants one. You know you do too. All right, well, that will be our session for today. Thank you all for attending and for listening. Thank you once again to Jared Morgan for joining me. We will see you all again soon. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't prove unless you tell us how. Now stop listening. Play some pinball.